This episode of the OP Radio Podcast, sponsored by Manscaped. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code OPOPIE at manscaped.com. This episode also sponsored by HelloFresh. Go to HelloFresh.com slash OP14. Use the code OP14 for up to 14 free meals, including free shipping. Let's say hi to Joshua. Joshua, you are first on the Facebook, my friend. How are you? And we got Rachel up there in Minnesota with the Good Morning Lamb Chop and RJ Hinners. RJ, thanks for the uh, thanks for the message the other day. He's uh, showing concern, which I appreciate. Um, as you know, I've been dealing with a really, really bad back. I'm sitting on um, no less than five giant pillows right now. Uh, trying to keep my back stabilized as I continue to heal from a bad back pull, I guess. And RJ reached out. He said, hey, man, I'm looking forward uh, to you getting back to doing the live streams on a regular basis. But uh, all the content you've been putting up on um, Instagram, I've been enjoying. Well, that's awesome. I'm Opie Radio on Instagram, and I've been uh, dipping into my archives, my video archives, and uh, posting stuff on my Instagram, and I'm noticing that um, it's brand new for so many people. It's really, really strange to me because at this point, I just assume that uh, most of the O&A community especially have, have seen all that stuff. But, man, reading the comments uh, on my Instagram, it's it's pretty obvious that it's new for a lot of people. So doing better with the back. I'm almost there. Let's say hi to Graham Crawford. What's up? He says, yo, 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 Darren Albertson, the truck driver. Uh, Eton Burke, another good egg. Uh, Hugo and uh, John Jobin. Oh, here come the YouTubers. Here come the YouTubers. Let's see who's first on the YouTube. Who do I give it to? Oh, all right. I'll give it to El Richard Richardson. How are you, uh, Richard? How? Are... I hope everything's been uh, good with you. Uh, Mike McPhee, what's going on? And we'll give uh, a little love to Rich Donovan on the YouTube. And uh, we'll do this because the guy said, sup. Sup, Ope. Kevin Climac, it looks like. Not Climax, Climac. Uh, there you go. So, uh, yeah, we're doing a little better with the back. I live streamed on my Instagram yesterday from the dog park. And it was problematic. I thought it'd be cool to like do a live stream from the dog park, see my doggy sniffing butts and licking peepees. I thought that would be cool for everybody. And I'm just getting into, you know, kind of a groove. And this dog is just going to town on my dog, just humping the crap out of it. I, I don't know if you guys saw this on um, Instagram yesterday. Uh, Ron says, glad you're doing better. Yeah, I'm almost there. I'm almost there, but I... I was in a car for three hours yesterday, and that locked up the back. Um, but uh, it's all right. So I was at the dog park, and I'm in a groove. I'm talking. I got a couple stories to tell. And next thing you know, I look over, and this dog is aggressively effing the crap out of my dog. Two males, by the way. I, I don't think they have labels in the animal kingdom. I, I don't think they... Uh, <laughs> 
I don't, I don't think they got pronouns in the animal kingdom. They don't give two craps what's dangling from, uh, you know, between your legs. And yes, I said dangling as far as re- referencing uh, boys and girls because some of you girls got some danglers. You got some dangling things down there. And uh, this dog is just going to town. I'm like, oh, my God, you know. You accept that they're going to sniff heinies. You, 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 you're even going to accept that they're going to lick each other's pee-pees. And you're, either, you're even going to accept a little humping, a little bit. They got to get some of that uh, energy out. But this dog was just crushing Doggy. And Doggy doesn't take crap usually. And uh, if you saw it yesterday, then I have to go up to the lady. She, she doesn't even notice that her dog is being very, very problematic. And uh, she's too busy, I think, on her Etsy. She's probably just browsing Etsy with her friend Mildred. Oh, Mildred, you should see what I just found on Etsy. I'll send you a picture, but I don't know how to use my goddamn phone. You old bag. I love that term. Old bag. So then I'm like, then I have to like tell her, can you get your dog of my, my dog? He's humping the crap out of him. I said, look, a little humping's okay. But he's going to town, and I just don't want my dog getting humped that hard. Oh, I, I didn't notice. I was talking. I think she said. I was talking. Oh, okay. Vincent Scaramuzo is watching. <laughs> she didn't care you were speaking to relatives from Germany. That's so true. Because I'm doing a live stream. And, and what's weird about doing live streams, especially in New York City, most people don't do live streams. You, you can walk all day long, and, and you're not going to see someone on their phone, like, doing a nice live stream on Instagram or something. So I figured out when people start looking at me strange, I just make believe I'm talking to, you know, relatives from a distant land. And that's what I was doing here. And I told the lady, I'm like, hey, I'm I'm on FaceTime with my relatives in Germany. I only get to do this every once in a while. Could you take care of your dog and get him off my dog so I can catch up with my relatives? <laughs> Vincent Scaramuzzo. Uh, oh, wait. Knowledge. Yes, knowledge. That came off the YouTube, but I wanted to go to Vincent Scaramuzzo. What I learned yesterday uh, is a little humping is okay. Yeah, that's what I told her. I'm like, yo, get off your Etsy, you old bag. And notice that a little humping is okay, but this is way more than a little humping. Thank you. But then it got problematic, and then I had to just blow off my... Um, my uh, my live yesterday, which is fine. I wasn't getting much done anyway. Oh my god, my dog's getting humped. Ah, oh, Christ! A little faster on that would be uh, appreciative. Thank you. Lady's just sitting there as my dog's getting humped to death. She's actually filming her dog humping my. Are you filming my dog getting humped by your dog? Let's not do that. Oh, it's going to be a problem. This woman is sick. She's really enjoying it. You're going to see a nice little confrontation in a minute or two. I'm just waiting for something dramatic where I could step up, maybe start helping her, see how she likes it. Yeah, no kidding. Oh, Christ. Is that your dog? He's humping him pretty bad. I don't I don't really want my dog humped that bad. Okay. Thank you. I thought you Yeah, thank you. I mean, a little humping's all right, but uh, not not like that. So, uh, uh, they're humping again. Thank you. Yeah, just keep knocking them off. 
Maybe not film them and just keep separating them for me. Thank you. They're hopping again. Oh my God. It's a little too much, a little too much. Yeah, I know you were talking, it's a little too much. I'm on with my relatives in Germany. I'm talking to my relatives, I can't, so just make sure they, I only get to talk to them once a week, so just make sure the dog doesn't help them too bad. All right, thanks. This has become problematic. I think I'm gonna have to shut this off. Look at my hands shaking. I go, they're humping too hard. She goes, oh yeah, I was too busy talking. I'm like, yeah, exactly. Oh, they're humping again. God, this is just problematic. Hey, doggy! Doggy doesn't enjoy a good humping. He likes doing the humping, which is good. Because it's a whole thing when you walk a dog in New York City. And then when you're when you see your dog being the one that lays down on the ground and opens up its its legs, you're like, oh my God. My dog is submissive. You don't want your dog to be the submissive one. Cause then you look at the owner like, uh awkward you want your dog to be strong you want your dog to be in charge but it's a whole thing when you face off with another dog owner you're like oh no my dog is the one that's gonna be mounted oh god and i just gotta deal with this frank white says uh you're getting creepy all right let's go with this you can't just say you're getting creepy why am i getting creepy why why getting cucked by your own dog yes it's just uh, it's just awkward uh pat duffy has entered uh the live stream good morning late to the party but don't be surprised by the yankees they've sucked since day one this season i called that game over in the first it helps to not expect anything because then they can't let you down well i just tweeted this i said man i picked the wrong night to become a yankees fan I'm like, you know what? I think I want to be a Yankees fan for the rest of uh, the season with the playoffs and fall in the air. I love watching baseball in the fall. So I'm like, you know what? I think I'm going to be a Yankees fan. So I watched uh, the last couple innings, and then uh, and then they lost to the Red Sox. So now I'm like, all right, go Red Sox. That's what I do now because I, I don't have a team in the race because I, I love sports, but I don't uh, – I don't do the baseball thing in general, but I became a Yankees fan last night. It was short-lived, but that's all right. And it's kind of weird that uh, Fenway Park, the green monster, enough with the green monster. It's 2021. Guys shouldn't be hitting 400-foot singles. In 2021, if you hit the ball 400 feet, they should give you an automatic home or not a single. That stupid Boston green monster crap. All right, we're getting somewhere with Frank White. He's saying about the uh, the dog stuff. That's where I'm getting creepy. How, why am I creepy, though, with the dog stuff? It's something all dog owners deal with. You hope your dog isn't too docile because uh, I think he represents you. And when you're walking the streets in New York and your dog lays down and the other dog just has its way with your dog, it makes you look bad. That's what I think.
<laughs> Opie, to, <laughs> Opie to mush. Wait, the Yankees lost because I, I decided to become a Yankees fan last night? <laughs> My face isn't creepy. You're trying too hard, Mark. You're trying too hard. You're going to pull your back out. You're swinging way too hard. I'm fucking beautiful still, and I'm an older gentleman. Make fun of my hair. That's easy. But you're not going to make fun of my face. It's a little uh, It's a little on the tired side today, though, because we looked at pumpkins last night. It's my daughter's birthday. Um, I say birthday because it, it was actually two days ago. Uh, for the people that have been with me for a while, my daughter is now nine years old. That's crazy. And we do uh, birthday weeks. Um, I think a lot of people do the birthday week thing. And one of the things we did was uh, look at pumpkins last night. Uh, last night, excuse me. Uh, I just said last night uh, uh, wrong because I'm definitely very, very tired. Um, we drove all the way up to some place called Van Cortland. I guess the Van Cortland family was very, very important. I don't know. And I know it was close to Sleepy Hollow. Uh, which used to be called North Tarrytown, I think. Does anyone have knowledge on this shit? I was trying to read all these historical signs, trying to get knowledge. So I didn't learn about the Van Cortlands, but they're buried all over the place, so it seems like they were a very important family as far as Van Cortland, New York, which sits on the Hudson River. But I don't know anything about them. And my kids were asking me about the Van Cortlands. I'm like, I don't know, and I was trying to Google it. But then some lady's like, excuse me, I'm trying to take a picture of the of the Empire State Building made out of pumpkins. Can you move? And I'm like, oh, my God, I'll Google later. And then we're, we're going over some kind of Sleepy Hollow bridge they had set up at this thing. And uh, they had a little sign. Uh, oh, my God, I just read this last night. And I forgot everything already. Who uh, Who is the author of Sleepy Hollow? Let's work together today. Was it uh, Irving... Washington, but you had this guy, right? I think it was Irving Washington. And he wrote a little book called Sleepy Hollow, you know, uh, the headless horseman. And I think he carries a pumpkin. Oh, Washington Irving. I had it backwards. Everyone's saying Washington Irving. Who, who gets the credit today? Let's give it to Brian Frank with a little runner up to Mike Gambali, it looks like. Uh, so Washington Irving, he wrote this uh, this book called Sleepy Hollow, right? And then, uh, hey, we can't do two things at one time. Save your Van Cortland knowledge for a second here. So uh, Washington Irving writes this book called Sleepy Hollow, and uh, it takes place in this imaginary village up the Hudson River. And uh, the locals decided that this imaginary village is somewhere around Tarrytown or North Tarrytown. So then North Tarrytown which has to take a backseat to Tarrytown, uh, decides, you know what? I know how we could get more people in North Tarrytown. We're going to change the name of our town, and we're going to start calling it uh, Sleepy Hollow. So they did this. I was going to do a little quiz, but you guys all cheat on the Google. So in 1996, because of Irving Washington... Or was it Washington Irving? I already forgot. <laughs> I forgot already. Jesus. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, 
1996, they decided to change North Tarrytown into Sleepy Hollow to get more people coming to their little town because of that very, very uh, successful uh, book. Yeah, it was called The Legend of Sleepy Hollow. Well, you know what, Mary Smith? Let's give you some time on the big screen. You deserve it today. Look at Mary. Everyone wave to Mary Smith. This old lady voice is killing me. Then go somewhere else. My stupid voice is shot, you bitches, from entertaining you for so many goddamn years. Actually, I'm not broadcast ready. You have to retrain your voice because you're supposed to talk from your diaphragm. And I can't do that. So to project, uh, my voice is all over the goddamn place. You're welcome. I can't hear anymore. And my voice is slowly but surely shot. And that was because I entertained you bitches for all those decades. So go F yourselves. How about that? My daughter's, uh, you know, talking every morning when I walk her to school and I have to bend all the way down and go, what? 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 Over and over again. That's from all those years of radio. Playing it real loud in my headphones. So why don't you suck it? So that's what I learned with this uh, Irving Washington or Washington Irving and uh, the legend of Sleepy Hollow. I learned that last night in Van Cortland, New York, of all places. I went to a place for the families out there that have kids in the area. There's a thing going on uh, through through the Halloween season. Slow down, you bitch. It's because I went for the uh, the fourth cup of coffee. They have something called, I think it's called The Blaze. I was just there last night, and I'm not even sure if it's called The Blaze. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> it's because I had linguine and red sauce at an Italian restaurant up there in Van Cortland. It was terrific. And we got free dessert, uh, free desserts, I should say, because... The waitress had kind of a hot, sexy voice. I said, hey, you got a great voice. Did you ever do voiceovers? And she was all like, oh, my God. Yeah, I was told that many years ago. And she was all bashful and happy that I complimented her. And then she walked away from the table. And I lean over to my wife and my kids. And I go, free desserts coming. And sure enough, we got free desserts last night at the Italian restaurant after I had the uh, linguine in red clams sauce i should say sauce yeah so uh, i was a little bloated from my italian meal so uh i don't know i think it's called the blaze but they do an amazing job look it up online but basically i would love to know by the way um you you park in a in a muddy field and uh then you walk through this thing they set up and it's thousands i mean thousands of pumpkins that are carved and most of them are real because after a while, I was like, there's no way they carved all these pumpkins, right? And so me and my, uh, my, me and my son started touching the pumpkins. And nine out, of the t- nine out of the ten, excuse me, were real. But then they had some that were kind of made out of styrofoam and whatnot to fill in the blanks. But it is a perfect thing to do with the kids this, uh, this uh, fall season. Um, they make dinosaurs out of, the, out of the carved pumpkins. Giant dinosaurs, like 15 feet high. Uh, but then they have all sorts of other displays that are just one after the other is, is just absolutely amazing. And I told my wife on the way home, man, it is fucking brilliant. It's called Blaze. Vincent Scaramuzzo says, yeah, Blaze. Look it up. Um, it's a brilliant move because now that we live in this society where everyone's looking for their selfies and their social media shots, I can imagine, especially like the teenage girls 
just going there to get all these amazing pictures that they could post on their uh, on their socials. But besides that, the kids absolutely loved it as well. So, but that meant coming home really, really late last night from uh, Van Cortland. And I still haven't done my research on the Van Cortlands of New York. I don't know why they're important. And then they showed some mansion at the end of it, I think. Might have been their mansion. I don't know. And then there were like gravestones right there. And I'm like, that's creepy. But then they covered the gravestones up with, uh, you know, more pumpkins, but carved out the names and the pumpkins. Uh, and I'm like, that's a little creepy because I think maybe the whole Van Cortland family is buried right there. And now it's a festive thing with pumpkins. By the way, with this bad back, the one bad thing about it, the one bad thing, there's a lot of bad things about it. I haven't shaved my balls in a while because I can't bend down. If something drops on the floor, I leave it there. But the other thing is I'm looking down and, oh, boy, is it a mess. I'm sorry, Manscaped, but I'll get back to grooming soon when this back heals. It's looking really, really bad. And then I'm noticing there's a few more gray hairs. What the F is that about? Where'd you come from, little guy? Certainly love Manscaped, and they've been with me for a while now. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code OPIE, O-P-I-E, at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code OPIE, O-P-I-E, at manscaped.com. Do you know what's spookier than seeing a black cat on Halloween? It's shaving your balls with anything other than Manscaped. When it comes to below-the-waist grooming, there's no need to carve your pumpkins this Halloween because Manscaped is here to upgrade your grooming experience. Go from a bite-sized candy bar to a king-sized candy bar and join the 2 million men worldwide by going to manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping with the code O-P-O-P-I-E. Oh my God, they got so much stuff. I'm going to be stressed out here. Just go to manscaped.com to see everything they got. They got the, the ball trimmer thing. It doesn't nick my ballies. It has a little light so you know what you're doing. They got the nose and ear trimmer. What else they got? I'm trying to do this on the top of my head. I think they call that the weed whacker. Oh, they got a ball deodorant. Yes, a ball deodorant. Welcome to 2021, everybody. Manscaped even threw in two free gifts to their Performance Package 4.0. Nice. We're talking boxers and a shed travel bag. Yes, they got a really nice nail kit. There's so much stuff. You got to go to manscaped.com, get 20% off and free shipping with the code OPI, O-P-I-E at manscaped.com. Dot com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code Opie at manscaped.com. Say trick or treat to your beautiful new Halloweeny with Manscaped. Oh, it's all right. Uh, can, you know, fair enough. We'll work it out. That's why I don't block many people. I, I wasn't sure what you were getting at. He writes, definitely not a hater. Just seemed a little more old ladyish than normal. More coffee. No offense, man. It's all good. People are just trying to find any dumb thing about me that they could just uh, hate on. So uh, I'm a little sensitive, especially when I don't get a, a good night's sleep. But honestly, my voice, um, my voice isn't as strong as it used to be. I think it's because I just simply don't do radio on a regular basis because you really train your voice and you get all those, you get all those muscles, uh, you know, nice and strong. 
Uh, so to like project like I do, instead of just sit here and, and talk, it's it, it it makes my voice a little uh, sing songy and raspy. But that literally is because of all the years of radio I did. I don't care about the voice as much as uh, the hearing. The hearing is becoming a problem. And I ain't doing hearing aids. But you can barely see it. Yeah, the word in there, barely. When, when they finally come up with, you can't see it at all, then, then I'll go down that road. But honestly, you walk through life and you realize half the shit you don't want to hear anyway. So I think I'm in a good place. Why did you become, I, you know, you hit my curiosity because I don't even know what this means. Why did you become an ethno-nationalist, Sonny says. Does anyone know what that means? It's the only reason I put them on the big screen. I have no idea what that means. Oh, right on. We get this every day. This is cool. The Shark 945. How are you? Hope? I just finished listening to Lady Di's internship, and I have to say it's an all-time classic. Oh, my God. Of course it is. She was gold every single time, man. And people ask me about her and how she's doing. It means not. What? You're. I'm the wrong guy. An ethno nationalist means Nazi. Wrong guy. Oh, I hate that they mix us up. Oh, God, do I hate that crap. Wrong guy, you son of a bitch. (laughs) <laughs> lol that's slob it's lady die come on and she's in a in a really bad place these days but she did puke in the sink Eton burke she did and who was in the bathroom with her like i said on past uh, live streams you guys know more about the ona show than i do at this point uh yeah thank you ugly betty let's go to ariella ugly betty was at sirius xm doing some press and uh, <laughs> and Lady dies in the bathroom puking in the sink. <laughs> and I think she was half naked for some reason, too, if I'm not mistaken. And there's Ugly Betty coming out of the bathroom just horrified. I think they needed to get rid of us. I think Sirius XM got way too goody two-shoes uh, for me. And I'll, I'll speak for Anthony, too. I think they just got just too full of themselves now they got just who gives a crap uh radio over there i i mean there is no buzz coming from sirius xm when it comes to like um personalities i'm sure some of their specialty channels do very very well but no one's talking about any of those talk shows anymore it's kind of sad they just try to control everything there's always people trying to control everything and it's always people that failed at it, too. Because most of the people that are uh, executives in radio, they uh, started in college radio, and they wanted to be a big shot in radio, and they tried, and then they failed, but they really loved the business. So uh, they move into management, and then they're trying to tell you what to do. And I'm like, if you were so good at this, you would still be doing it. Why are you telling me what to do? And that is the problem right there in a nutshell. Pat Duffy, speaking of forgetting bits, YouTube reminded me of a bit I did where I blew air up a girl's, whoa, A, so she could fart on somebody on somebody's birthday cake, and I legitimately had no memory of doing that. Oh, my God, I don't remember that either. That's amazing.
Look at this guy. He just, they just can't help themselves. Still living in the past, I see. Am I? I've been talking for a half hour. I mentioned ONA for how many minutes, guys? Was it was it a total of two minutes, maybe? Oh, these delusional Fs, but they watch every single time I turn this on, don't they? Of course they do. Time to talk about HelloFresh. Go to HelloFresh.com slash OP14. Use code OP14 for up to 14 free meals, including free shipping. Where do I start with these guys? They they started as a sponsor, and now I'm a customer. I, it, it, I love these guys. Every few weeks, I get a box in the mail, and it's got some nice recipes. It's got all the ingredients pre-measured for me so I can sit there in my kitchen and feel like a chef. I don't have to go to the grocery store and start looking for those ingredients that you don't know where they are in the damn supermarket. Where's the cumin? They do all that for you. All the ingredients, pre-measured, all the spices, and the recipe, it's on a recipe card. It couldn't be easier. And we all know fall is busy, but HelloFresh recipes save time. You'd otherwise spend meal planning, shopping, and chopping. Oh, the chopping, what a nightmare. Not with HelloFresh. Yes, they got the family-friendly menu. It's a big win for back-to-school season with easy, delicious recipes for drama-free dinners. Lots of choices, lots of healthy options. This is what's really important right here, though. Get better value. HelloFresh is over 30% cheaper than shopping at grocery stores with pre-portioned ingredients that ensure you won't spend money on excess food that ends up going in the trash. Go to HelloFresh.com slash OP14. Use the code OP14 for up to 14 free meals, including free shipping. Once again, at the very least, just check them out. Go to HelloFresh.com slash OP14. Use the code OP14 for up to 14 free meals, including free shipping. HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. Uh, let's see. Well, I mean, this is the truth right here. Thank you, uh, the Shark 945. Opie doesn't even mention ONA that often. I haven't heard him mention it for a long time with some exceptions. You know, the, here's the problem with mentioning Opie and Anthony. I'm Opie. So naturally, it's going to come up. So I can't totally help it. But my whole goal is to uh, remember the past, hopefully fondly. I still have a very, very tough time with that. But I just want to kind of move on, move, uh, just keep moving forward uh, the best I can. But then, you know, something comes up and then I talk about the past. And, and uh, most of the times when I talk about the past, uh, I believe it's in a good light. And then I get in the weeds because that's human nature, right? But uh, that's, that's the truth. So thank you, uh, the Shark 945. But we do live in a world that the truth simply doesn't matter. Oh, right on, man. Kimberly, Kimberly, have a nice day. Busy on this day, but enjoy the moment. Thank you. Always live in the moment there, Kimberly. And uh, I, you look kind of new. I don't remember ever seeing your name on this damn thing. Um, most of the people that are flying by in the chat room, I, I, I recognize their names. So I hope, you, uh, I hope you join another one of these there. Kimberly, Potter, Bushong, Jackson. I think I said it right. Just my two cents on the Facebook thing. I think Facebook shut everything down. For what reason? I don't know yet. 
But I think the whistleblower was going to get incredible headlines. And then all of a sudden, Facebook is completely shut down for most of the day. And that makes it the big story on all the news channels and number one trends. I say trends because there are uh, multiple uh, trends on Twitter, all talking about how Facebook is gone. And it pushed the whole whistleblower thing way, way deep. Don't underestimate Facebook, man. They are massively huge. And I don't think it's it's that easy to be taken out by hackers, to be honest with you. Although I did read some idiot on Twitter, and I believe that because he had a million followers, he's like, this Facebook thing, you know, uh, it's been removed from the routers. And then this guy, and he had a million followers. If, if the, this guy tweeted it and he had 72 followers, I'd be like, oh, shut up. But as soon as you see a million followers, you're like, oh, 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 this guy's knowledgeable. Oh, oh. And he goes, with them off the routers, and then he's just throwing, like, beautiful mind shit on Twitter, just all this jibber-jabber crap. But I'm like, I, you know, he has a million followers, so I'm, I, I'm assuming he's talking tech language. I don't know. And he goes, it's been removed from the routers, and because of the RC, Barry ZD equals question mark you know all that horse shit he goes i think facebook is gone for good and i'm like oh oh my oh my and he got me and then of course facebook comes back like an hour later and i know the zuck man himself pulled the plug and said yo whistleblower we gotta get her out of the headlines Let's shut everything down. We're shutting her down, everybody. And they just shut it down. They sat back in their chairs with their feet up, just waiting. And then Zuck goes, you know what? Time to plug her back in. Let's go. Let's go. And that's what I think happened. Um, and, and for the people out there that aren't in the know, I'm not in the know, but I got a big brain. They ain't doing shit with Facebook. Congress, the Senate, those hearings, Washington, they ain't doing shit with Facebook. They're going to babble, 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 making it look like they're going to get something done, but they ain't going to do anything to Facebook. Oh, they're going to yell and scream in public. Blah, 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 we need regulations. Teenage girls, anorexia, addicted to Instagram. Oh, my God, it's amazing headlines. Then behind uh, closed doors, slap, 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 slap on the wrist. That's all Facebook's going to get. And I'll tell you why. There are a lot of people, a lot of powerful people, a lot of shareholders, a lot of people that can make real changes in America and in the world that make stupid money off Facebook. And some of these people funnel some of that money to all those dumb politicians down there in Washington. So don't hold your breath. Nothing's going to happen to Facebook. No, I mean, nothing. They bring in way too much money for way too many people. I ain't buying it this time. It took me to become an older gentleman to finally go, wait a minute. They're just humoring us in Washington. They ain't going to do nothing. Oh, hey, what's up, John Quartz? Uh, money allowed in politics is the worst. Of course. But don't even lose sleep over that. It's not going to change in our lifetime. And if you got kids, it's not going to change in their lifetime. It's a big turning machine. And we ain't part of it.
as George Carlin eloquently said many, many years ago, that shit is set and nothing really uh, dramatic is going to change anytime soon. There should be term limits. I was looking up uh, how old Nancy Pelosi is. And then you say this stuff and they're like, ageism, ageism. Oh, that sounds, <laughs> that sounded a little dirty, dirty. Ageism. Really? I Googled her. She's 82 years old. When is it not ageism? I mean, I always thought like uh, 65 being the retirement age. I thought that was a little low. I thought that number was low, of course. So, you know, tack on maybe another 10 years. But when you're in your 80s and you're, and, and you're one of these people like myself going, they're too old to be governing us and telling us what to do. You can't yell ageism at me. She's 80, I think 82 years old. Uh, well, you know what, Casey? This is a very good question. Opster, seriously, would you uh, plug old Pelosi? Hell yeah. <laughs> like we used to say, for the story. You have to add for the story. Hell yeah. For the story. <laughs> for the goof. Yeah, we used to say for the goof too. Either for the show or for the goof, we used to say, yes. See, there you go. I just talked about ONA in a fond way, my brothers and sisters. See, I've turned over a new leaf, but they're all too old. How old's Biden? Biden's 78? That's way too old to be president. Way too old, man. Come on, man. And then I put Trump in that category. I'm sorry, but I do. He's too old as well. I really think they should cut off the age. I, I think you have to be, what, 35? 35, right? So they should say in the records, wherever they keep the records, that if you want to become president, you have to be between the ages of 35 and let's go 67. So they'll allow you one year in your 70s. And then if you're 71, sorry, you can't be reelected. You're over 71 years old. Sorry about that. I think right there would help. I think term limits would help. I think these dirty politicians getting uh, tons of money from all these sneaky, sneaky people. All that has to go. But it's the dumbest thing in the world to even talk about this. Because it ain't going to change in our lifetime. All right. Guys, I'm trying, man. But this back has been unbelievable how bad it's been it it doesn't feel any worse than the past but i let myself go in the uh in the summer uh, i started feeling like i was 20 years younger because i did so much yoga ddpy yoga and exercising and stretching and worked on my core that my back issues were i would i would say minimal and then you start thinking oh i'm good and then i let it all kind of go over the pandemic I was working out, but then I was slacking. And long story short, I let it all go. So I think uh, my core. Why am I telling you this? This is stuff you tell your wife, not a, not an audience of a couple hundred people. Why am I telling you this? Oh, I know why. Because I haven't been around in a while. So I guess I I do owe you a little something. So it all went to shit. So when it it pulled, it really really pulled, and it's been a long time uh, coming to get this damn back. Uh, Back in shape. Matter of fact, because I just sat for the last uh, 40 minutes, 
I'm going to have to uh, eventually leave this spot and I'm going to look like a grandma and queens going shopping. My back is going to be all the way over. I'm going to be looking at the, uh, the dried up gum on the sidewalk and then my back will just go and creak, creak all the way back up to straight. And then I'll be pretty good, actually. Then I'll be all right. So I'm hoping that uh, we can start moving into a, a, a regular live stream again. I'm really, really hoping to, to do that. So, um, all right. That's it, I guess. Go away. Go listen to something else. Go listen to Joe Rogan rubbing horse shit all over his face. I'm done. Go somewhere else. Bye. Goodbye, everybody. I'm out of here. You're still here. Go.